Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, episode 241 of the Get Around Podcast. I am your host, Brendan Queeley, sports editor of the Traverse City Record Eagle, joining me every week, uh, and this week as well, James Cook and Jordan Puente, and my barking dogs in the background, if you can hear them, if you can't, uh, I'm mentioning that for no reason, but if you can't hear it, because I can hear it, there they are, in the background. I can't hear it. Okay, can get something. All right, well, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> well, anyway, my barking dogs are joining me as well, along with you guys. Episode 241 of the Get Around Podcast, uh, brought to you as always by James Johns. Jimmy Johns has two locations in Traverse City. They make subs that are freaky fresh. They do it freaky fast because they're Jimmy Johns. Freaky. Yeah. All right. Well, we have got a fantastic show for you guys lined up. Uh, we've got the girls basketball fantasy draft. We're going 11 rounds this time. We went 10 last week with the, uh, with the boys, but I had so much fun and I figured what the hell, let's just make it 11 rounds this week. And we're not talking about anything else other than, well, we've got some things on tap before we get to that. Uh, we also have, uh, Elk Rapids, uh, girls basketball players, Ken- Kendall Stanfest and Morgan Burquist. Very excited about that. Uh, I would imagine that um, one of those names will be going in the top three. I don't know if if that's if you pretty, guys are thinking that way. Pretty good odds. Pretty, pretty good, good odds. odds. Yeah, yeah. I, and that's. I'm glad I've got two, but I wish I had one. I'll just uh-huh. say that. So, if if one if if something happens at one, I can see a trade happening almost immediately at two. But we'll. That's me. That's me throwing out my my strategy right away and letting you guys know who I'm taking, without letting you know who I'm taking. Um, so, but before we get into all that, I, I got to update you guys uh, because the Manistee mascot uh, finals are in. It is down to the Mariners or the Whitecaps. Apparently, they didn't like our suggestion of the Manistee Manatees, uh, and I got to say. Um, I'll voice it right now. I'm really disappointed. I'm extremely disappointed uh, in, in Manistee, the town of Manistee, uh, the students at Manistee Public Schools, uh, the Board of Education. Uh, I, what a missed opportunity to not only have um, alliteration but rhyme. Um, how often do you get the opportunity for something like that? The the, the Manistee manatees were right there, and... Uh, what a travesty! And distinctive. Um, it is very. I I I don't know if this would be considered uh, a crime against humanity, but <laughs> I feel like it's up there. If there's a Geneva Convention for naming mascots, uh, it it should be should be held in this case. Um, I, I do think Mariners is kind of cool, though. Yeah. I do like the Mariners. I don't like the Whitecaps uh, because they're already a minor league baseball team. Yeah. Right. I mean, the Mariners are a professional team, but not in Michigan. Yeah. I don't think right. there's anybody else in Michigan with the Mariners mascot in the high school level. There is. There is. I don't is know who it is. Yeah, there is. Because I, I read the article from, I think the News Advocate wrote something mm-hmm. about it. Uh, and I know that IPR did something on it either today or like this weekend. Um, but there is another team. There are no other high school Whitecaps. There is, of course, the – are they the Lake Michigan Whitecaps? The West Michigan um, Whitecaps. The, the West Michigan Whitecaps. Okay, so even they have the alliteration on there. But I I, I have to throw my, my support here behind um, the Mariners. I'm hoping there's some sort of write-in campaign still because <laughs> I really think if we if – we, 
if we bomb them, uh, not literally, but um, overload them. Wow, geez. Uh, overload them. I'm taking it too seriously. Uh, overload them with emails and, and letters for the manatees. I, I think we can... I think we can still get it done because we all know that the we all know that the Bear Lake Lake Bears and the and the Glen Lake Lake Glens is never going to happen. No, so well, think of with Mariners though; they could still actually have a physical mascot that is a manatee. Yeah, and that kind of can go hand in hand with the Mariner. Perfect. Then let's at least push for that. Let's push for the for the manatee. <laughs> give us, to be give the us something, manatee. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, as. Uh, as upset as I am about that, <laughs> it's nothing in comparison to how upset I legitimately am about the results of the of the voting poll from the boys' basketball draft from last week. Thanks, everybody. What, I mean, get the bleep button ready because I am I am about to go off on this. I cannot believe. I mean, I'm glad that I like. I'll I'll. At, at, at one point, I had to just settle and be like, please let me get at least 10% of the vote. And I got 10.9. Uh, James was the runaway winner uh, with like 62 or 63%. And then Jordan came in second place. And that doesn't even <laughs> matter. Right? The the thing that matters here is that I finished dead last and I, I don't get it. Because my team is so good. And I know I only have nine players and James has 11, so I guess that gives him the advantage. But I traded for Rival because I consider him to be the most valuable player in northern Michigan. But all I'll say is this. <laughs> the fix was in from the beginning. Uh, James, James either, he's a genius at writing code and he figured out how to, how to get these votes. And I think we all uh, know that I'm old enough that that's not true. I... I agree with you on that one. Uh, but And again, I'm, I said this off the air, and I'll say it now. <laughs> I think James's name recognition within Northern Michigan was a big factor in why his team was voted for. I think this was a vote for James and not so much a vote for the team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, so I right, remember that. So here's how we're going. Why? That's a no, compliment. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. You did get a compliment, though, on Twitter from Drayton Evans, who I think uh, thanked you for your, uh, giving the love to small schools. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I, I mean, I, I I think that Rival was really my only big school pick. Um, everyone else, I mean, Ellsworth, Bel Air, Forest Area, I, I did go for the for the smaller schools, so maybe that's... Maybe that's just from my, my time in central Illinois, and I've, I've got an affinity for those schools that come from towns of, like, 1,200 people, so or even less than that uh, in some cases. Um, but what we're doing this week, mm-hmm. and this is, this, is a, a, this is now going forward when we do these polls, it will be Team 1, Team 2, and Team 3, and then next, so that way they have to either listen to the, uh, the podcast to know, right? Because I, I feel like there was a lot of voting without listening to the podcast. So I, I want to drive people to the pod to listen because we are entertaining. Um, but uh, whatever. Congratulations, James. Bunch of horse <laughs> And I'll bleep that out. Uh, <laughs> well, our guests, we've already recorded the, the guest part with Kendall Stanfest and Morgan Burquist, and they were suggesting that we should actually get these teams together and play a series of games. I would love that. Because then we wouldn't have to argue on Twitter about it. 
Yeah, round robin tournament. Let's go. What that, a that, that is the. But we'll we'll have to do some some more drafting, sign some undrafted free agents because I I know the uh, the Gaylord boys were uh, pretty upset at us uh, for not drafting uh, anyone. Any no 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 blue devils. No, no Luke Gilo. Uh, no. So. Do we do we draft anyone out of Cadillac either? Because I think Cadillac. Oh yeah, two, two, two. Howell and Montag. Oh, you grab, okay, Charlie. that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. difficult to spread the wealth, and that's why we're doing eleven rounds <laughs> this time around. So, thirty-three players will will get. Uh, well, I think last we'll year drafted. after the fact, we uh, for the boys draft, we had the same thing where some people were like, "How did this kid not get drafted or whatever?" So we picked up some undrafted free agents afterward to round out our yeah. team to twelve. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, which I think is a good idea. I also want people to understand um, that this is like it, this is in no way serious at <laughs> no. all. Despite how serious I'm trying to make it by getting like fake mad, um, which I am. I'm fake angry about it. I'm not actually angry about it. Um, it's it's just good for the good for the pod to to be to pretend like I'm angry uh, <laughs> when you know it's not like it ruined my week or anything like that i didn't think about it every day <laughs> uh, so i think we all know that's not true <laughs> oh that's funny uh, but yeah uh this week should be it should be fun like i said trades are allowed uh and if we want to do any undrafted uh free agents at the end of it we can we can certainly do that as well or we can at least acknowledge some of the the good players that were left on the board so uh so people don't feel left out we certainly don't want to do that but this is in no way serious and uh it's just just an exercise in fun um and normally what is an exercise in fun is the area code game we're not doing that this week because um, <laughs> one we all know that uh 241 was not. not used and then we know that 242 is the bahamas because i ruined that for myself by, by looking it up <laughs> so uh no area code game this week and with that we will get right in to the pulse and into the fantasy girls basketball draft 11 rounds snake draft format trades are allowed number one pick has gone to jimmy james cook followed by myself and then jordan so jordan you'll get three and four uh you get back to back pip back to back picks not back-to-back pips, as I as I was saying, um, and then uh, we'll go through there and we'll get through eleven rounds. So, with that, Jimmy James Cook, do you want to get us started as we enter into the twenty twenty three Record Eagle Girls Basketball Fantasy Draft? I'm going to run run my card up to the podium. Oh my goodness. And take Kendall Standfest. Uh, Son of a biscuit-eating bulldog. Come on. I can't take this anymore, James. Attaboy, man. Attaboy, dude. Jeez. Nice. I am... Do you remember when we were talking about being fake angry? I am legitimately angry about this. Jeez, got him. I am legitimately... You know, this, this draft is so top-heavy, though, that it's like you can't miss here in the first three, miss. four rounds. 
Nah, that is some pretty. Yeah, but she is. I, you, you want to know why? Like, she we, do we it took, all. She's beast. Yeah, exactly. Beast. We took we like Wyatt Nasadis was such a valuable pick last year, and he went number one last year because he he did everything. Like he was good at every facet of the game, and that's what Kendall Stanfest does this year. And she is unquestionably the number one pick here. And I was really hoping that you were going to mess up James and let her fall wow. to number two. Wow. And so I gotta, I gotta, I have to offer you a trade. Um, Damn, back to back drafts, going yeah, trades. Don't even bother. Don't even bother. <laughs> Unless it's like a Herschel Walker. Don't even bother. You trade me your entire draft. He said no. No, I'll give you two and five. I'll give you two and five. Uh, two no, five? no. I'm sticking Ooh. where I'm at. Wow. I'll give you two, five. Like, it's a dynasty league because I had her last year, too. Yeah. Oh, God, so America. He's like, who cares what happened last year? I can't. I this. I. Uh, There's so I many am, good players that you can take right now, though. I understand that there are so many good players, but I wanted Kendall Stanfest. He wants the best. That's, that's, the best. That's, Really, that was the only player I was concerned about yeah, getting. At my cheat Last... sheet. I can see you looking at my cheat sheet, Brent. George oh. looking at you. <laughs> All right. Well, give me some time here to 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 do a, a little bit, and unless you need to recoup, <laughs> we need to recoup I, I, the I devastation. Do, I was like, because I was like, I mean, I know I, I, I gave it away early on. That that's yeah, pretty I was much. Take it too, if, if that's pretty much. If that's where it was going to fall, but. Um, I, oh, that is Jordan could tell you I had five CC here I had Kendall Sandfest right number one yeah okay alright well at least at least we were all on the same page because I don't know if, if there was anybody who wasn't going to take her number one um, but uh, that was the reason why I was, I was glad she was on the podcast yeah um, so there you go alright um, alright well then you know what Give me who I will be voting for a little bit later on as our athlete of the week and the uh, current high scorer in the area, uh, and who just set the record for all-time leading scorer at Bel Air. I will take uh, J.C. Summers, who is averaging 21.8 points per game. Uh, give me some instant and immediate and consistent offense. So, uh, J.C. Summers and a post presence. At the at the the number two, um, James, can I trade you J.C. Summers and the <laughs> number five pick for Kendall Stanfest? <laughs> this is in no way a slight to J.C. Summers. I uh, love J.C. Summers too. Oh. She, she's a fantastic player. I just, uh, all right. All I, the, I did have J.C. Summers as number two on my list too. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, which which makes sense. So. Uh, uh, this is gonna be two. a fun. This uh, is gonna be a fun draft. This yeah, it's gonna be interesting. When I was looking at my great. cheat sheet, it was kind of. I don't know. The girls' draft feels deeper. It is. Uh, I'm, I'm going all almost than the boys. I'm, I'm like looking at my thing, and I'm like, man, in the, in the ninth, tenth round, I'm gonna get some really good players. So <laughs> I already know. So my third, with my pick, first pick, I am going to the inside with. Ellie Sexton from Brethren. And then with my second pick, Maggie Napart with my fourth. Ooh! That is dangerous. Lethal. That's <laughs> so lethal, dude. <laughs> Alright, so it goes back to me then, right? Goes yeah, back to it me. goes back to you. 
Uh, give me Ruby Hogan out of Glen Lake. Uh, give me someone else who can do it all. Uh, and she certainly can. So I will take, yeah, uh, JC Summers and Ruby Hogan with my with my first two. God, yeah, this is a deep draft. <laughs> I am I am so excited. We need to like we need to do more drafts. I think we should do a draft every week. <laughs> I'll just come up. I'll just come up with drafts that we can do every draft. single week because this is fun. Maybe not every week, but like more, more, more often than yeah. we do. All right, James, you got you got two oh, picks. I do, I do have two picks here. Oh, oh my god! Wow. Oh man, this is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so much to choose from right here. Uh, okay, so yeah, I'll go big and go with Mackenzie Bisball friend of the show yeah. <laughs> uh, basically anybody who's been a guest on the show on the podcast before is friend friend of the show of course and, and it's uh, worth noting again that she cleared it up when she was a guest last year that it is a capital k yes in her name so yeah it's mac kenzie all right and then uh who else are you going with uh liv flynn i guess she goes Ooh. by liv not olivia like that's that's what her, I think her, her huddle profile or her recruiting profile. She has Liv Flynn out of Harbor Springs. Yeah, probably uh, the most talented, one of the most talented, best scores uh, in, in Northern Michigan. Great yeah. pick right know, there. Having her and Kendall in the same backcourt, that's that's crazy. All right, so I have. What do I what do I do here? What do I do here? Do I do I take Ruby's teammate? Because that's what I want to, or do I want? Do I go down a little further on the board and take someone who I, I believe is? Oh my goodness! What do I? <laughs> what do I do here? What do I do here? <sighs> if you're going strategy, Jordan has an interior player in Sexton and a point guard in Napon. Yeah, I do. I take one of my other favorite players, or do I have faith that I believe she will be, she will be there later in the draft? <laughs> I, I think I do that. I think that's what I'm going to do in this in this case. And I I mean, just by saying she's one of my favorite players doesn't mean that you guys know who, who she is. Nope. But I will. I'll I'll go ahead and I'll draft the built-in team chemistry uh, right now. And I'll take Maggie Bradford out of out of Glen Lake. Damn it! Wow, I think you're gonna take. Yeah, I was hoping you was gonna take. <laughs> I was hoping. No, because I'm I'm hoping <laughs> that my fav if my favorite falls back to me in round four, then that's what I'm going with. <sighs> if if not, you guys will hear me say "son of a biscuit eating bulldog" once again. Stop it! Wow. Oh man. All right. Well, I'm gonna go just to. Add another one inside. I'm gonna go to Lindsey Cross from East Jordan, and then I'm taking Maggie's teammate, Gwyneth Bymer. Nice. You gotta go with Jordan. Gotta there. go with the East Jordan. I see how it is. See, you like that one? <laughs> All right, I will. Uh, or, or do I think that she'll? Do I think she'll fall? She might fall. Possible. She might. Do I want to give myself some more? Yeah, I am. I'll take the next highest leading score. Well, no, do I want to take, uh, I might take Macy Bevel to cause some chaos out there. Or do I take Kayla McCoy? You know what? 
I give me chaos. I want chaos on What's my chaos? team. So give, so give me Macy Bevel because she is. Chaos. You want to? Yep, she is a frenetic, fast player uh, who can shoot and shoots a lot. Uh, so yeah, I'll take Macy Bevel and her 17 and a half points per game because I believe, I believe she's going to keep falling and that I can I can keep moving back. So all right. So we're going to go back to back St. Mary's players. Ava Schultz. Aww. Nice pick. Good one. And then, this is the beginning of the fifth round, right? Wow, yeah. yeah, we're we're flying through. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, really so are. I'm gonna I'm gonna go because one of our things in these drafts is that we always assume the players are hit, are are healthy. So I am going to take Lauren Wilder from Manton. I will I will <laughs> give that to you. I would too. It's. That's fine. That's, <laughs> That's fine because yeah, if she was healthy, she would have been a top three pick. Yeah. All right. So that goes back to so back goes to back to me now. Back to me now. You said you took uh, so Ava Schultz is off the board, yep. and so is uh, Lauren Wilder. That works for me. What <laughs> do I? Oh my goodness! There are so many good players left. <laughs> my God, there are so many that I want. But I'm going to take the one. I'm going to take the one that I want. And I took her last year because I think she's, I think she's underrated. Uh, I think that she, she's not the flashiest of players, but she is one of the most effective. Uh, she can give you, she can give you a 2020 game. She's done that already this season, um, or at least close to it. I think she had 19 points and 21 rebounds in the game, and that is Benzie Central's Gloria Stepanovich. I took her last year, and I'm glad to take her this year uh, as well. Every time, it never fails. Oh, did you take? Were you, were you gonna take Stefanovic? <laughs> yes, it never fails. <laughs> did the same thing with Baffer too. Never All right, fails. well, I, I am, I am glad that I that I could because that's my that that was my favorite that I was talking about. Oh, right? well. Stefanovic is, is one of my favorite players because what she, what she can do, she is an effective scorer and, and a great rebounder. So as far as what I am going to continue. Knowing that she is still available, uh, Leah Fleece from Lake Leonor St. Mary's. I feel like I'm going heavy on the PC teams, so I'm gonna go with Jakaya Bumfield. That was my next pick. Woo! Got him! That was my Got next him. pick. I was just, I was sitting there, I'm like, just like, just Got don't him. say. Don't say Jakaya. <laughs> Got him. Well, wow. one of the one of the most uh, athletic players uh, in, in Northern Michigan. Oh, yeah. Confident, uh, vocal uh, leader yeah. out there on the floor, passionate about the game. Uh, awesome, awesome pick there. All right, so comes back down uh, to me, and I think I'm gonna go with uh, another one who can. On any given night, give me a double double, and I will take Kaylin Johnson out of Manistee Catholic Central. All right, I I'm gonna go I'm gonna go huge here, and I think both picks and unite the the biz balls. Smart, built-in chemistry. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go with another another big too, and go with. Lucia France from TC Central. Wow. Very nice. That was a good one. I get a whole country. All right. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Back to uh, back to built-in chemistry again for me. Kara Johnson, Benza Central. Mm. Uh, another one who can give you 25, 30 points if, uh, if she gets hot. Back-to-back K. Johnsons. I know. It's going to be super confusing because I've got even if you have James, and Kara. Even if you have jerseys made up, it's going to have to be K-A-Y and K-A-R because they both start with K-A. Yep. Yeah, I really, I really screwed things up here, didn't I? <laughs> wow. All right. uh, so with my next pick, after trying to figure out if she's still available, going Jocelyn Tobias from Joburg. Nice. And then, just because her teammate, I see we are all talking about chemistry here, going uh, Maddie Beller from Brethren as my next pick as well. Very good. Very good pick. All right, back to me now for a single pick. I, you know what? I, I know I complained about it, but... I don't mind having the time to think between picks instead of having to go back to back, because sometimes you can you can make a uh, a snap decision. And um, but I, I think what I'll do is I, if she's still left on the board, I'll, I'll take the highest score that's left. And if that's Kayla McCoy out of uh, Misik, give me another K name. Uh, still I'm available? Up, oh, I'm wait, she was up, this whole time. I'm racking up. Wow. K's. By by the bowlful, Kayla, Kara, and Kaylin. What is so, happening? So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm getting a lot of players from like the eastern part of our coverage <laughs> area here, but uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Kaylee Hooker from McBain. Mm. Lots of K's. Lots of yes. K's. Lots of K's out there. And then, you got one more pick, James. I do have one more. Um, so I'm gonna go back to the Big North Conference. I think take Caroline Guy. Kind of like in the boys draft, I'm just drafting a huge team. Caroline Guy is 6'1". Well, they can't, you know, they can't shoot over you. The two biz balls, and then France is six foot tall, Huker's 5'11". Guy's Hooker. Actually, it's pronounced Hooker. It looks like Huker, but it's pronounced Hooker. And then Guy is 6'1". And guess what I'm doing? No. I'm going not only not only another K. I'm going back to back Kalis. <laughs> going going or, Millark or Kylas. I am out of Buckley. So I've gone KJ KJ KM KM with double Kalis or Kylas. I'm not sure four, how it's four pronounced. Straight K's. It might it might be different. Pronounce them different ways. Jordan, two picks to you, my friend. Yeah, and I'm going Julia Jones from G Grand Travis Academy. Uh, Good pick. Very good pick. Can never have too many picks. Going Morgan Deming from Bourne City. Nice. Well, since I since she's still on the board and I, I know exactly uh, what I want, she is. Um, I wouldn't. Uh, no insult uh, in, in this way at all, but uh, one of those kind of do it all players uh, that you like. Um, similar to what last year we kind of uh, referred to Connor uh, Chowick out of Glen Lake as kind of the poor man's Wyatt Nasadis, right? He could do everything, but wasn't filling up the stats as much as Nasadis was. I think uh, Ellie Miller out of Leland is kind of mm. right in that same vein, uh, who can who can do it all. Not exactly uh, Kendall Stanfest, uh, but will provide 
value at uh, every stat in the book. So she is my number 10 pick. Wow, we're at the 10th already. And that's my, that was my... We're flying. This is going much faster than the my, boys. Yes, it is. Yes. Well, I... I'm, I'm just I'm I'm going with my gut here and making my and making decisions. Uh, I think that's that's the way to go. So that's that's also my third my third last name M in a row. McCoy, Millard, and Miller. I, I love patterns. <laughs> uh, James, you're out. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna get myself another shooter here. Are these your last two picks, James? Uh, yeah. Unless we're gonna make it longer. Well, we can do undrafted free agents if we'd like. Okay, to round it out to twelve, so we'll we'll just make a twelfth pick off the air later. We'll do it. We'll do a twelfth. We'll, we'll, oh, we can do a twelfth man. We can just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, I'm going to get another shooter here and and take Hallie Warner from TC Central, and then do I just keep going big? Because uh, <laughs> there's a. I'm, okay, I, I know who I'm going to pick up as my 12th, and you guys don't. But, uh, so I'm going to get another guard and another good shooter in Avery Parker Ooh. from Gaelic. All right, I'm going to take the risk, and I'm going to hope she's still going to be there when I take the for the for the 12th, 12th man, 12th woman pick that we, that we do. Uh, and so I think with my final pick in the draft. No, you know what? I'll take her right now, uh, instead of waiting for the, uh, the undrafted uh, free agent pickup. Uh, and I, I will take I'll take leadership and uh, good chemistry, and that will be uh, Kate Heathouse of oh. Traverse City Central. I I have overloaded on the glads. Can never go too many glads. So with the last pick, I'm going defense hustle. And defense. I'm going Ali Shepard from Traverse City, San Francis. For shutting down uh, Olivia Flynn. Olivia Flynn. Yep. James's draft pick. So there you go. There you go. Strategy right there. See what I did when there? You, when your team goes up against James's team, you know who to, you know exactly who to put on Olivia Flynn. Yep. So all right, very good. Okay, that uh, we'll run down the teams first, and then we'll do our undrafted free agents. Uh, so who wants to who wants to get us started? Um, Jordan, why don't you run down your team first? I'll then run down mine, and then James, you can run down yours. <clears throat> I have taken Ali Sexton from Brethren, Maggie Napont, TC San Francis, Lindsey Cross, East Jordan, Gwyneth Bramer, Gladiators, San Francis, Fleece, uh, got the school. Uh, wait, hold on. She's in Lake Leona. There you go. Gwyneth Bramer, oh, I already said that. Jakaya Bumfield, TC uh, Central, Maddie Beller, Brethren, Morgan Demi, Boyne City, Julia Jones, Grand Travis Academy, and there's two more that I am missing. Jocelyn Tobias. And Ali Deming. Or Ali Shepard. I mean, Ali Shepard from TC San Francisco. So, James, did, uh, did Kendall know that she was going to be the number one pick? Uh, was that discussed at it all? It wasn't specifically discussed. Okay. No, it was all right. Not even close. Did she ask? Did she ask about where she was going to be drafted? You guys, you guys didn't talk about it at all. No, I just reminded her that I drafted her last year. <laughs> okay. All right. I think after we stopped talking, uh, recording. Okay. 
right. Uh, my team, uh, unfortunately, it does not include Kendall Stanfest, despite offering up the second and fifth round draft, or the number two and the number five draft picks. I don't understand how someone doesn't take that deal, but whatever, James. Uh, Bellers, uh, Jason oh. Summers, Glenn Lakes, Ruby Hogan, and Maddie Bradford. Uh, Gaylord St. Mary's, Macy Bebel, Penzi Central's, Gloria Stepanovich. Fantasy Catholic Central's Kalen Johnson, Benji Central's Karen Johnson, and then Misik's Kalen McCoy, Buckley's Kalen Malark, Leland's Ellie Miller, and Traverse City Central's uh, Kate or Caitlin Heehouse. Yeah, so I took yeah Kendall Stanfest, obviously number one overall, then uh, Mackenzie Binsball at the end of the second round, Olivia Flynn from Harbor Springs, Ava Schultz, Gaylord St. Mary, Lauren Wilder from Manton. <laughs> I just want to stop you right there, James. Um, when we put up this poll, I want you to know that I won't even be voting for myself. I'm voting <laughs> for your team because you destroyed us yeah. in this. You, I mean, you absolutely destroyed us in this poll. So I'm not. I won't even politic. So those first five players that you mentioned, the, it's that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty. That wildly. team will beat any team in the state. So go ahead. That starting five is... Yeah, it's providing it's, Lauren Wilder's healthy. It goes undefeated. Yeah, that team goes undefeated, and it, it and it wins every game by 25 points. Next season, so Manton, next season Manton is going to be good. Yeah. yeah. So she'll, sorry, she'll be off. back. She'll be back. They've got two or three players that have been playing really well in her absence, getting a, you know, and, and then they have a couple of really good players coming up from middle school next year. So uh, Ryan Hiller's daughter. Um, but to get back on track, uh, so then my sixth player, I think, would have been Allie Bisball and Lucia France, then uh, Kaylee, Huke, or Kaylee Hooker from McBain, Caroline Guy from Petoskey, uh, Hallie Warner from Traverse City Central, and Avery Parker from Gaylord. All right. Uh, any? Do we want to make any trades? Is anybody? Is there a player that anybody wants from anybody else's team? I know my trade isn't going. My <laughs> my request has been shot down several times, and I understand that. Uh, James, just one more time for the listeners: read off your starting five again. Stanfest, Mackenzie Bisball, Olivia Flynn, Ava Schultz, and Lauren Wilder. Jesus Christ! Man, that's, Christ. That's gnarly. It's <laughs> pretty gnarly. <laughs> that is, oh my God! That's gnarly. That team. Wow. Wow. Uh, oh, I mean, those are all. Those are all dream teamers. Yeah, literally. Essentially. I mean, all the guys on your your top five are players that are going to be on dream team as well. I think yeah. most of these Jason players are going to be on the dream team in one capacity or another. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, yeah. Jeez. Wow. Whoever and quite a few of them in the uh, in the summer classic, hopefully. Yeah, and, and several up for discussion and, and player of the year. I don't even. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where we. I don't know where we stand on that right now. But a lot of a lot of good candidates. So, all right, let's make our uh, our twelfth man draft picks, and we'll go backward in order here. So, Jordan, you get to take uh, the first uh, undrafted free agent. And then I'll, I will, and then James can round it out with uh, with our twelfth man picks. I like this is the format we need to do the drafting from now on. I, I like this one the best. 
I don't know how you, how you guys feel about it, but yeah, we could do the, we could do it like this, and then we could do like what we uh, then after people complain about us on Twitter, we could add one more person that that, uh, <laughs> that people uh, have been politicking for. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. you know what? I'll you know what with my twelfth man pick, I'll take Luke Gallo out of uh, out of. Out of <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, just for uh, just for the giggle, just for the uh, sake of polling, just based off how. Managed to come in second for some reason. I'm going Morgan Burquest from Elk Rapids as my last. All right. And for my undirected free agent, I will go to Frankfurt and take Evelyn Van Toll and her 13 and a half points per game. She's somebody I was definitely looking at. (laughs) Yeah, she was who I was going to take, but then I was like, you know what? I think Kate Kate Heathouse deserves to be drafted in uh, in the actual draft. Oh, we can just make this part of the actual draft. <laughs> no, this is what makes it fun. This is the, yeah, the undrafted yeah, free yeah, agent yeah. part, you know? Yeah. So, uh, UDA, bro, undrafted free agent. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to go back to the I'm gonna go back to the big well. Back to the future. And <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, take another big, which is uh, Rylan Finstrom. Wow. From Grayling. To give me another six foot right. one <laughs> player coming off the bench. I, I would say right. I would say though the one that I really considered there too, if I didn't want another big, I was going to be Michaela Thompson from TC West. That will wrap up that pick right there. That undrafted free agent signing right there will wrap up the 2023 Record Eagle Girls Basketball Fantasy Draft. And I got to say, boys, that was that was a lot of fun. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. I I love these. I can't believe we didn't do this for football. How did we forget to do this for football? And and but like any other sports. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, bring it back. Bring it back. Football season. All right. Well, uh, again, uh, on I'll put this up for a vote on either Wednesday or Thursday. So uh, our audible viewers, watch out for that tweet and uh, all the arguments that will obviously ensue online as uh, we get in trouble for, for not taking players instead of uh, being commended for taking players, but whatever. I mean, I, I get what online culture is. I understand it. it makes sense. It's fine. So, uh, but why don't we get into James and Jordan's interview with our two draft picks and the number one overall draft pick, and that is Elk Rapids, Kendall Stanfest, and Morgan Burquist. Round podcast is glad to welcome on Elk Rapids girls basketball players Kendall Stanfest. Hi, thanks for having us. And Morgan Bergquist. Hello, thanks for having us. You guys are riding a little bit of a hot streak here after winning, I don't know, how many, five, six, seven in a row? I think our last loss was St. Francis, so since then. Yeah, almost a month. Yeah. Um, you've got a game against Manton tonight, but the podcast probably won't be out 
by the time that game is done. Um, but later in the week, you've got Kalkaska. You've got another game with St. Francis. What what are you looking forward to in that second matchup with St. Francis that uh, that you have to do better than the first time to, to turn the tables there? I think we're just looking forward to just a rematch in general because last time <clears throat> we weren't full strength. We didn't have Lauren Bingham, which she's obviously a big part of our team, and she's one of our best defensive stoppers. So I think we're all just excited to be able to rematch and show them that like we are capable of beating them. Mm-hmm. I've been looking forward for this game since we played them last, so I'm really excited for it. Mm-hmm. Does Lauren still hate being interviewed? Um, I don't know for sure. Probably. She doesn't like like, talking to people as much, so I'd assume probably. Yeah. I think Coach Krakow would joke about that because I think I interviewed her once, and it's like she's not really talkative, but, you know, a lot of players are like that. Yeah, I feel like once, like when you first know Lauren, she doesn't talk very much, but then once you, like, get to know her, she's, like, very loud. She's very loud and funny, so. Mm-hmm. Um. And then after St. Francis, you guys have Harbor Springs, so you get Olivia Flynn. What is it you guys have been able to do to be successful against Harbor Springs? You guys have been the team that's kind of been able to contain Olivia Flynn a little bit. I think just knowing that Lauren, she's such a good defender for us and just being able to count on her. And then obviously it was obviously a team effort, so we were all able to help out. But Lauren was played great that game, and hopefully we're able to do that again against them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys both you both moved to Elk Rapids like middle schoolish. Yes, seventh grade. Is that kind of the reason you guys got became good friends right away because you were kind of the new kids in school? I think basketball really brought us closer because we were in different friend groups when we first, well, when I first moved here. But basketball definitely brought us closer. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And you get another than basketball, you play all different sports. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Both three sport athletes. But only play one together. Mm -hmm. Do you guys go to each other's games then much in other sports? I've never really seen her go to my tennis games, but I've gone to her (laughs) soccer games. Well, like, I haven't seen you at my cross country, so. That's true. That's fair. I I think for most part, part we go to each other's games when we're, like, able to. Like, because obviously we try to support our school, even if, like, our friends aren't on the team, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I heard you're th- that you're a diehard Packers fan. Yes, and I see these Lions stuff in the corner. He's actually a well, Lions yeah. fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Packers fan all the way. Okay. He's actually wearing a Lions shirt. <laughs> Sorry. You saw the Lions shirt, too. Uh, I, w- <laughs> I went to the Lions-Packers game at the end of the season. I did, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. At Lambeau? At Lambeau? Yeah. Wow. Bad way to end the season. <laughs> I thought Yay. it was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife is a Packers fan because she's from oh. Wisconsin, so... So that was kind of a, a mutual game that we could both settle on and everything. <laughs> so, but you're a die- you're a Lions fan, right? Yeah, I wouldn't say diehard because they're not <laughs> no. really good, but I am a Lions fan. A lot better this year. That's true. Finished over 500. Yeah, yeah. it humbled the Packers fans, I think, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What what was your experience there at Lambeau? Um, it was my second time going, so. I kind of knew what to expect, but it was the first time that we've gone as a full family, so I it was really fun for me. It was a mm-hmm. good experience. And you had to play the next day? Yeah. I got home at 6.30 in the morning, skipped my first two hours, and then went to school and played. Did you go to class at all? Yeah, but I was about to fall asleep in all my classes. <laughs> it's 
It was worth it. It's worth. It. It I mean, yeah, been more worth it if we won. But it's, uh, it's a good. It's a good experience, though. I, I, that's the second time I'd ever been to a Packers game at Lambeau, too. The other time was when the Lions were horrible. <laughs> it was when they, it was the year I think that they went zero and sixteen, or like four and twelve, or something like. They were just that's wretched. Terrible. And the Packers <laughs> beat the crap out of them. <laughs> so, what, when did you guys start playing basketball? Because you said that's how you guys kind of, about guest friendship began essentially. When did you guys start? Next up with you, when did you start playing basketball? Um, I start. I honestly don't remember like the beginning, but I remember I started from like a really young age, and I like played YMCA and like stuff from a really young age, and I was just able to play like with my dad and brothers, obviously, and just be able to be competitive with them, which then obviously built, and I've been able to like get better and like have more fun with it, I guess. What about you? Basketball is definitely the sport in my family so I also started since I can remember honestly but I did Y ball and then I also did travel so I've had a lot of practice and do you like I don't know this is like one of the curious questions do you follow or watch any basketball on TV outside of your own film or other high school sports high school games essentially um if so who and which particular team I guess I just say um, I in my family, I think, like, the most things we watch is sports, just anything in general. But we watch a lot of, like, NBA and then college basketball. So, which I honestly like watching college more most of the time. Like, they're just fun to watch. And I know both of us really like to watch Kansas. Yeah, I was so. going to say, Kansas is definitely my team to watch for guys. And then girls okay. in South Carolina, UConn, Stanford. Yeah. Any reason for Kansas? If Andrew was here, he would be loving that answer. <laughs> I know. I would assume so. Any uh, reason for Kansas? I mean, obvious, aside from... Grady Dick is probably my player that I watch the most. But I like Jalen Wilson. I like the whole team. Yeah. They're good. Mm-hmm. They're good. So during the summer, you guys both work at Agaming? Yeah. So what, are, <laughs> what are some fun Agaming golf stories? What's like, what are some of the funnier things that you've had happen there? Time, every day. Every day. <laughs> but one time, I think this summer, we only went golfing once. But me, Morgan, and then Haley, who's also on the basketball team, went. And then one of our other friends that works there. And we were going to do... Um, we were trying to get into golf. Because yeah, we, we've never gone before. We were going to just do nine holes because we didn't want to do 18. And what time did we start? It was like three in the afternoon. Like after It we got off took work. us about five hours to do like... I think it was like seven no, holes. No, I think it was like three hours, and we were still on the second <laughs> yeah. hole. It was like it was fun, but like it was the it was like the worst golf experience ever because it took so long. How long? Um, the first hole we were like the last group, luckily, so no one was behind us. But the first hole, I think we were on it for like thirty minutes. At least thirty minutes. Because like every time we hit it, we wouldn't know where it's going. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most frustrating thing about golf. That is For most. Our coach it. only gave us one tip. And it didn't work. And we, tr- yeah, what we didn't execute tip? it. Um, so honestly, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, think, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, it honestly, interlo- interlock the interlocked the fingers. pinky and the pointer. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. something like about the swing or like how you swing, but keep your eye on the ball. <laughs> oh, and it also didn't help because me and Morgan are lefty when we play golf, and we were using right hand clubs. That's right. So like, my ball. Oh, that'd be bad. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys shoot left-handed? I do. I'm left-handed in everything. I am. Lefties unite. Yeah. 
I'm right-handed for like everything except like hockey, golf, and baseball because I used to play hockey. Food and answers. I like started playing left-handed because my dad plays hockey and we just used like his sticks, his like old sticks he had. So like I've been lefty for like all the like baseball, softball, hockey, all those sports since then. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, I'm a left-handed too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So does the team have like what kind of superstitions? And rituals or whatever does this team have, like things that you you do every game? Or Well, we're on a streak right now of getting these Dots pretzels before every game. They're limited edition, so we'll, like, get a pack and we'll eat it before every game. Yeah. Like, that's... Um, I don't know about, like, a team, but, like, I know that I, like, have to wear certain socks I have that I wear every single game. Cade Cunningham socks. Yeah. To be exact. <laughs> yep. And then I also have to chew gum the first quarter and then after the first quarter I spit it out and don't chew gum the rest of the game. So, like, Interesting. It's, it's really specific. So is like it, I have to chew gum. Like, is that just a result of a particular one particular game you had where you noticed that that was what you did? And um, Honestly, I think it's more just that I have it like the first quarter and then like the taste goes away so then I spit it out. But, like, even last game, I forgot to grab gum from the locker room, and one of our players on the bench, like, ran back to the locker room and gave it to me before the game started. So, I just haven't, I haven't played in a long time without gum. Mm-hmm. So. What's, what's the best uh, pre-practice snack, or, or during practice snack, if you eat during practice? Well, yeah. we have a mini fridge in our team room that has, we have peanut butter and jelly, so peanut butter and jellies were a big snack that yeah. we've mm-hmm. enjoyed um honestly for me i think it's just anything like i eat throughout the entire practice like the whole time like any water break i'll like go into the locker room and get like a snack but i like go go squeeze during practice go-go <laughs> animal, animal, animal crackers sauces. animal crackers basically anything but uh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. yeah um and you went so you went to the uh, up rapids boys game that was down at little caesars right yeah what'd you get to do there um, so we went down there that morning, and the boys' game was at one forty-five. So we were able to get into the arena, and we watched them, which it was a really cool experience because we were able to sit, like, practically courtside because, like, no one else was there. Mm-hmm. And then after the game, um, we, like, had to leave the arena, but we, it, we like, went to this, like, um, like, food place that was connected to the arena. So mm-hmm. we ate there, and then we were able to get back into the um, the Pistons game early, so we were able to walk around and stuff, and then, like, we got to stay for the Pistons game, which was a cool experience. Okay, that's cool. Did you get out of the court and do some shooting? Um, we actually, after the game, everyone who, like, had a ticket from the Elk Rapids game was able to go down and, like, shoot a free throw, so it was, like, cool. Oh, that's so, cool. Like, just, just one free throw? Yeah, it was <laughs> only one, but only me and my dad made it. So, one of my brothers actually airballed it, so he's probably going to be mad if he listens that I said that, but... That's funny. Shout out to Quinn. <laughs> hey, if you air, if an airball is an airball. That's true. It happens can't, You can't hide it. <laughs> yeah, if you play basketball, it's going to happen eventually. That's true. Um, so, what? I mean, since you guys have a, such a diverse kind of sports background aside from basketball all your other sports are different what do you draw from those other sports you know you from cross country and soccer you from tennis and volleyball um i think i've learned most probably from cross country even though i've only or ran it like one year like i've been able to like grow so much from that because like in the beginning i wasn't like 
very good at it and I hadn't ran in a long time but like after the season started I was able to like keep bettering my time and it just like taught me like grit and perseverance I guess and like you are like able to do like more than you think you can so I think that's also helped on the basketball court mm-hmm. like especially in conditioning and also like just perseverance around that mm-hmm. I don't know how to answer this question <laughs> <laughs> well, volleyball's got to have some similarities and overlaps with basketball. A lot of jumping. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know the answer to the question. No, <laughs> like swatting away shots is not the same in basketball as it is in uh, as trying to block in uh, volleyball. I guess it is, but I don't really have that many blocks a game, so. <laughs> Um, well, you guys have that nice little run in volleyball this year. Just, just talk about that a little bit and, and how that was for the team and everything to go. Um, it was a really cool experience because last year we had um, 10 people leave with six seniors. So we had 10 people leave, leaving only four underclassmen and Riley, who was a senior. But um, we had big shoes to fill, and we did fill them in Essentially, we got farther because we took Calumet to five sets instead of three. Mm-hmm. And I think next year we have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I mean, yeah, I mean, you lose you lose one key player, but I mean, only one player, right, from that team. So and I, her sister Haley will be our setter probably. So step right into her to, role. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So we've got that to look forward to next season. Yeah. No. Um. I heard um, when you guys were freshmen, you got the nicknames of Kobe and Shaq. What? <laughs> yeah, so I don't even know how it started, I guess, but I, we, I had a best, we both had a best friend on the team, um, Gabby Krakow, and she was, like, mm. friends with all the guys. So two of the guys players, I think it was mostly Caden Patterson and Gordy LaFontaine, yeah. and they gave us the nickname, like, Kobe and Shaq because, like, we were the only freshmen on varsity, I guess. And then, like, Gabby told us that, and we were like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I guess it kind of stuck for, like, that year, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was the shooter. I was the more of the big post player Inside. down low. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got it. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. You usually have your yeah, music um, questions. Yeah, I've been listening to you, dude. Um, yeah, Um. <coughs> what we always like to do is we always like to ask, Obviously, there's music that you guys always listen to, right? That has to be. And you guys are both looking at each other. <laughs> Do you have a playlist? That yeah, who's the play, who's on the playlist? Who's um, the ox person for you guys' pregame? We it's country music all the way. Um, specifically, well, Morgan, Morgan Wallen. Wallen. Essentials from Apple Music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's now, a. Now um, I have to ask because this was this happened yes last yesterday. Do you, are you familiar with the interviews called Ice Cream Sundays? No. No. Okay, well, Morgan Wallen was on, it's called Ice Cream Sundays. It's where these one, two dudes interview him, but they ask the most blunt, straight-up questions. And he has to answer them without giving them I don't know or no answers. And so it, they do this every Sunday. There's Sunday, Sunday conversations, I guess they're called. Some Boston sports. So Morgan was on it again. So now that you guys mentioned Morgan Wallen, that's the first thing that popped in my mind. Any particular song? On the way home. <laughs> it's funny. It's a it's a good five minute laugh if you guys really want to laugh because he's very. We, I mean, I'm sure you've heard him talk and do interviews and stuff like that. So that's 
he's literally himself with these yeah. three dudes asking random questions. Any particular song that you guys like of Morgan, or is it just anything? Pretty much every song on the Dangerous album. Yeah, the new one, right? That's like the best I think. album, I think. But then also Luke Combs is good. Um, Tyler Childers. The best, my favorite two songs right now are probably both Luke Combs, um, Forever After All, and Better Together. I like both of those songs. Yeah. So like, so before games, that's what's being played. Yeah. yeah, the whole time. I give her an AirPod and we listen to Morgan Wallen. Yeah. That's been the trend. The Diplo Morgan Wallen album, or is it just, just Morgan Wallen? Because I know he had one with Diplo. Basically just anything with Morgan Wallen. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know who he is, right? Cool. I know who he is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always ask him. It's always fun. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he play at the Trey Festival in the last no. year or two? No. That was I think, I, think I would have heard. Yeah, yeah, I think I would have heard about guy. it. Yeah, but yeah. Shelton. That no, they don't get anybody that big usually. But they uh, they usually have at least one country singer that you've heard of. Yeah, Morgan Wallen's there. I'm going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'll I'll have to attend to that. Okay, right, so going back to the summer and Agaming, what are some? What is what is the 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 funniest thing you've seen working at Agaming? Like, it's like other golfers do or or stories or anything. Every day there's something that's hilarious, but I think my highlight, like, what I... Okay, that was terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I imagine when I think of the funniest moment is our coach, Mike Brown, was driving away with like seven mattresses on the back of his truck and we were following him in the golf cart because i was like was, he's yeah, definitely gonna me morgan and Haley in the golf cart yeah. so there's like no space yes so we were like he's gonna these are not gonna stay on the truck so he turned and like we thought the two of the mattresses just fell and it was like in the like, middle of the road could not stop laughing and Haley was driving the golf cart. And she we like, went into the bush. We went into, like, the weeds and bush, and we were all just dying laughing. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I have a lot of questions after that, too. Why yeah. do he have seven mattresses <laughs> on his truck? I, I don't know. It he was moving seven. them was from... like, four or something. Yeah, it was there probably... Was, like, two, like, over, like, the truck bed, so they, like, slid off when he, like, turned the corner. Why does he have four... Essentially, why does he have mattresses on the He always so he was, like, yeah. moving them from one condo to another unit Got or it. something. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense now. Yeah. Okay. I just knew it was not going to end well, and it didn't. We needed a backstory. I thought it ended well. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted to happen. Exactly. See, I had a one time I was moving a couch, and uh, it was like this brand new sectional couch, well, new to us, that we'd bought, bought off of like Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or something like that. And like one of the pieces as we're driving down 31 to our house falls off and just goes skidding across the highway so we get it back on the we get it back on the truck and everything but the back of it is just gone just tattered and everything like that oh no so what we did is we went and we bought we bought this uh fabric that had detroit lions stuff on it and then green bay packers so we just did it's a sectional couch so we did the lions one side and the packers the other because it was just the back of it that was messed up (laughs) so now you can't even tell so we should get in my house. My mom's a Lions fan. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. We have a lot of both stuff up in yeah. our house. I, I, 
I, I'm blessed to have a wife who is interested in football, so yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll let her have that, you know, and facts. she can support facts. the Packers all she wants. Facts. She has come to like the Lions, though. I, I support them because I like Aiden Hutchinson because he came from Michigan. Other there than that. Go. There you go. Hutchinson you go. has been great this yes. season. Yes. Yeah, Fortunately, he's sacked Aaron Rodgers a lot. That might continue to happen. if he keeps And Kirby playing. Joseph. Yeah. Kirby Joseph was like Aaron Rodgers' nemesis this year. Picked him off four times in two games, but one was called back on a penalty in that game that we were at. Oh, yeah. Um, some after, right after that game, somebody changed um, – I can't remember if they changed Aaron Rodgers' Wikipedia page. Oh and, yeah, and said that yesterday. and said that yeah. his dad was Kirby Joseph. Yeah, I saw that's that. funny. <laughs> or the other way around, and said that Kirby yeah. Joseph's son was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I do want to ask. Um, so obviously, we talked about San Francis like I don't know how many minutes ago, but you guys are sitting on top. You guys have been at the top throughout basically the whole season. Any. Any pressure that comes with that to be able to stay on top, knowing the game against St. Francis is going to essentially be whether you guys can claim the Lake Michigan Conference or tie and co-share it with St. Francis. Any pressure at all coming to that? Although you do have two games before this. We all know that. So <laughs> anything could happen. i saying, with that said, any pressure at all? Honestly, I don't, I don't necessarily think there's pressure, I guess, but... I feel like we all, like, want it bad enough that we put pressure on ourselves, like, just as a team, kind of. And we all know, like, we're capable of beating St. Francis and, like, beating Harbor Springs and, like, winning conference again. So I think the only pressure we have necessarily is, like, the pressure we put on ourselves to win, which can be bad, but it can also be good because it, like, forces us to work harder and, like, know what we want, I guess. And you guys are, I mean, you guys have continued to win each and every time, like, what have you been able to take out of each wins that could help continue on this path of winning the conference? Um, I think, honestly, for me, I know the thing I've been able to take out of it is, like, in the Lake Michigan Conference, it, you can take games off, I guess, per se, but, like, if you are in a better conference, you can't. So I just need to, like, remind myself that I need to play with, like, a certain amount of intensity, like, every single game and, like, not let up, even if, like, we're playing, like, a Kilkaska or Grayling, because, like, anything can happen, obviously. Just on them. <laughs> 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 and then, like, if we do, like, take game off, we could just, like, starting against St. Francis, I guess, like, not play well, and it can come back to bite us against, like, a good team. So I just think we need to play with, like, a high intensity, like, every game. Do you guys like starting your season a lot, going on the road and ending it at home, or flip it where you start at home many times and end it on the road? I like that we are home towards the end of the season, but I wish that we had Friday home games still because we only had like one Friday home game and more people would come. Yeah, I can agree with that because all of our home games or all of our games at the beginning of the season were like Tuesday, Friday, mm -hmm. but they were all like away. So like we weren't able to have a big home crowd ever. And now that they're Tuesday, Thursday, like all of our games are home. So, I mean, it's not obviously it's not that big of a deal because we're still being able, we're still able to play. But it would be nice to like have more Friday home games, like she said. What have you enjoyed most about the season? That question can go for both of you guys, obviously. Um, I enjoyed coming back after losing to SF and beating Harbor Springs on the road because I know everyone was stressed about that game. 
we all thought we needed to win, and we pulled it off after a 0-9 start, so. I can agree with that. I think that was, like, a big game for Those two games were probably the biggest of the season because we realized if we don't come to play, like, against St. Francis, it can, like, they can obviously beat us, like, a good team like that. But then we were able to turn around and beat, like, a good team as well in Harbor Springs and, like, show what we are capable capable of. So, no, I think it just goes to show that we're capable of beating both of them, like, the second time. And now they're obviously coming to our home gym, which can help. So, mm-hmm. so uh, speaking of wins, I've heard that in uh, the homecoming Powder Puff football game, you, you're the, <laughs> the players to have on the, on the team, right? Yeah, I'd yeah, say. I would say I would that. Say that <laughs> we have a good record. Yeah. 2-0, 3-0. No, we 3-0 2-0? Freshman year, we, didn't be, we weren't able to play because of COVID. And oh, like. that's why we're not 3-0. Yeah. So, but sophomore year and junior year this year, we beat the seniors both times. So. Wow. Morgan, mm-hmm. Morgan's the defensive player of the game, um, the offensive yeah. player of the game, I'd say. So that's always fun to be able to play. Cause yeah. If there was a flag football team, I think we would play. So yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. What positions do you guys play? I was like a tight end, center person. Yeah, um, <laughs> I played quarterback, and then on defense, I played um, linebacker. And then I was able, and then like for all the like kickoffs and everything, since I played soccer, I was like the kicker, the punter, oh, yeah. everything like that. So, mm-hmm. but it was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> What'd they do during COVID year? Um, I don't think... Th- did didn't we have do? to play kickball? Oh, yeah, we played yeah. kickball. Yeah. We had to play kickball. And I'm pretty sure we lost. <laughs> we lost to the seniors that year, but I think... I think they great. cheated, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they cheated. <laughs> they just didn't want to lose to us in Potter Pop, so they had to change it to kickball. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> cool. Well, oh well, thank you very much for spending some time with us here and letting us get to know you better and... And the audience get to know you better and everything. Best of luck the rest of the season. I, I don't Thank know that you. you need it a whole lot, but but best of luck. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. All right. Thanks again to Kendall and Morgan for joining James and Jordan in the Get Around Podcast Studio. Uh, I hope Kendall listened and, and knows how much I tried to trade for her <laughs> and get her on my team, but I'm sure she's happy to be on James's team, uh, just as she was uh, last year. Uh, as always, the Get Around podcast and that athlete interview uh, is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations in Traverse City. They make subs freaky fresh. They do it freaky fast because they're Jimmy John's. Freaky. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, the Get Around Hall of Fame is now up, and we will be voting on our student athletes of the week. Let's get things started. James, why don't you give uh, your nomination since she was my uh, my first round pick? Uh, yeah, we're gonna go with J.C. Summers from Bel Air. Um, she's been having a, a monster season all year and for the last couple years, uh, but thirty six points. This week to score to go past Molly Pohl to become Bel Air's all-time scoring leader with 1,191 points. She also had 19 rebounds in that game, plus four steals and two blocks. 
Yeah, I'm not complaining about having her at all. J.C. <laughs> Summers is awesome. I love J.C. Summers. I'm, I'm glad to have that. I just went into the draft with my mindset on getting Kendall Stanfest, and I thought there was absolutely no way that I wasn't going to get her, and then I didn't, and I was, I was a little upset. But please, I don't want any of my players that I drafted to, to feel slighted by that at all. I think, uh, uh, I think my team is, is fantastic, even though James, again, ruled the day. Uh, with his team. Uh, Jordan, your nomination for the Get Around Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, I'm going Traverse City West, Ian Robertson, for his 15-point game against TC Central, where they finally were able to beat TC Central after, seems like, six to seven years. It's been a while. So uh, his 15-point game helped them beat them. So Ian Robertson, that's my pick. All right, and uh, my nomination this week will be Lake Leonard St. Mary's, Drew Thompson. Uh, he's making us all regret not taking him in the draft. Uh, last week, scored a career-high 26 points on a career-high six three-pointers to go along with seven rebounds in a 75-63 to victory over Garrett St. Mary on Friday. And then he followed that up with uh, 20 points in a 59-52 to win against McBain Northern Michigan Christian in Saturday's opening game of the Northern Michigan Showcase at Traverse City St. Francis. So... With that, three legitimately good nominees. Let's start the voting. James, who will you be voting for? Oh, I guess I'll go. I'll go. J.C. Summers. Just, I mean, yeah, an all-time, yeah, school record. I guess you, you got to do that. The Ian Robertson's performance was definitely noteworthy. Yeah, I'll vote for J.C. Summers as well. Jordan, same. All right, it is a clean sweep for Bel Air's J.C. Summers. Congratulations, you are the latest inductee into the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. Wrapping up the show now with our happy endings, what made us happy uh, this week inside and outside of sports. We'll start with uh, what made us happy uh, inside of sports. Uh, Jordan. Um, I'm going to stick around with the high school sports. Uh, What happened on Saturday was, honestly, that was so much fun to watch as far as watching five five different games of all good teams it was it was a lot of fun a lot of energy in the building it was packed kind of hard to wasn't hard for me to find parking because i got there very early before everyone else did and then the main event which was cast tet versus tc st francis what a game uh if you enjoy high school basketball that was a game that you uh definitely should have watched great game and uh yeah that that was mine yeah, talking to Finnegan about it, uh, Sean Finnegan, the head coach for St. Francis uh, on, on Sunday. Um, yeah, he was he was just really excited to talk about it, even though they lost. It was he was really game. happy. I mean, well, I, going through it, like, Cast Tech, they're undefeated. They're number one in Division One. Uh, they scored 112 points in one game this season. Mm-hmm. And St. Francis held them to 46. That was their lowest point total this season. Yeah. And they only lost by seven. And, like, they're... Their average margin of victory is like twenty five points a game. Yeah, they 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 beat the the crap out of uh, their opponents, and they did not do that uh, to St. Francis. And no, a uh, huge game. testament uh, to them. Uh, that was really cool. I'm going to stick in the high school sports arena as well. And uh, my favorite thing was I got to go to a, a game and cover a game uh, on Friday. Uh, I watched uh, TC Central and uh, TC West battle at TC West, and uh, it was just nice to be out. It was just nice to be out at a game, and uh, I, I quite enjoy that. It, it's been 
uh, few and far between, but uh, that definitely made me happy uh, this week. James, what was uh, your your happy thing in sports this week? I was I was kind of happy to take a weekend off of sports for once. <laughs> uh, it just doesn't happen very much, and so you know, my wife got me some tickets to the comedy festival this weekend. So, you know, I, I sort of I was. I was going to go to that tournament like on my day off, and then she got us comedy festival tickets, and then Mac Bowl. Got to do that because we spent some money on it. So it's nice doing that. Got a lot of good laughs. Uh, some some great shows um, over those couple days, and uh, just kind of a nice weekend. Like people would tell me to watch the Pro Bowl on Sunday, and I just I didn't even turn the TV on. Nice. So your favorite thing in sports this week was no sports. I love it. For wow. Once, for once. For once. Yeah, that's great. Who did you see at the uh, the comedy fest? Uh, Saturday night was Maria Bamford and Jackie Cashian. Ooh. Oh, nice! Both both excellent. And then Thursday night was Tom Papa. Oh, I love Tom Papa. Very cool. All right. And, uh, so Friday and then... night was a show of like uh, kind of like up and comers. Oh wow, that's cool. Do you want to start us with what made you happy outside of sports, or <laughs> is this, does that does that cover it? I got a non I got a non sports one. Oh, and that's okay. uh, uh the whole hullabaloo over the balloon floating. The hullabaloon. Oh, the hullabaloon. Yeah. And uh I, there was a, a great tweet from Mark Hamill who posted a photo of it and just said, That's no balloon, it's a space station. Which is a <laughs> homage Star to a Wars line from Star Wars. Uh so So there you go with that. Alright. Uh, Jordan, your favorite thing outside of sports this week? Boy, uh, honestly, it would definitely have to be with my mom sending me the, I guess, confirmation of the flights, and she got the Airbnb out in Sutton's Bay, so they'll be coming down the day after state finals for boys basketball. Sweet. All, 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 worked out all right, well, as I, uh, as I have been the last uh, several weeks, uh, my favorite thing outside of sports is TV, but there this week it's not. It isn't. Uh, it isn't The Last of Us. Not that I didn't enjoy the uh, Sunday's episode. I very much did. Oh, but I watched a a new show. Uh, actually, it's from like it was released like late, late October, twenty twenty two, and it's on Amazon Prime, and it's called The Devil's Hour. Oh, and it's six episodes, and it is incredible. I. Highly suggest this, James. I think you would like it a lot. Um, it it is this like really odd mix of like crime drama, thriller, horror, sci-fi. It's got it. It seems like the melding all of those together, you, you'd get lost in it. But the story is so well done, and they stick the season finale perfectly. Like it is just a perfect. The, it, everything is brought together and done really well, and sets up seasons two and three. Uh, and I'm excited that the the plan is to just have three seasons for this show and finish the story. Uh, so yeah, if, if you get a chance, it's on Amazon Prime. It's called The Devil's Hour. Um, check it out. It was awesome, and uh, yeah, I loved it. I don't know why more people aren't talking about it, but <laughs> I, I think it's good. I, I do think it's going to start getting a second life here. It seems to be getting more, and maybe this is just that, what's that called, the Bader-Meinhof syndrome, where when you 
when you notice something, you start noticing more people noticing it. Yeah. Right. Like when you need a, a mattress, you see commercials for mattresses, but then when you buy one, you no longer see those those commercials. So uh, that might be that, but I, I'm hoping it's going to gain some popularity here because uh, it was really good. But all right, any other notes, boys, uh, or should we wrap the show? No, I'm good. Should be good. All right. Well, uh, thank you, James. Thank you, Jordan, for a wonderful episode of the Get Around podcast. Thank you to our audio viewers. Thanks again to Kendall Stanfest and Lord Bergquist for joining us here. Really appreciate that. And as always, uh, a big thank you to everyone for supporting this podcast. We really appreciate it. We're approaching 250 episodes, which is uh, pretty cool. I uh, can't believe that I've even been around uh, that long. I haven't been here for all of them, but I've, I've been around for all of them, which is, which is crazy to think. So uh, thanks again to everybody. Episode 241 of the Get Around Podcast is in the books. <laughs>